G'day guys, Sima Shell is here and welcome to episode number nine of the Geocaching Down Under podcast recorded live on this, the very 1st of May in 2019. And a big warm g'day to our very own No Tomorrow. How are you doing? G'day, g'day. I'm doing very well. Thank you. Oh, awesome to see. And also joining us tonight is a great geocacher, but he is an event planner, coordinator extraordinaire, none other than Frisky Puppet, Jonathan. G'day, mate. G'day, guys. How are we all? <laughs> good, good. Good. We're going to be talking to Jonathan a little bit further about events tonight. So tonight's uh, um, podcast is all about events. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> so we'll also got to wrap up the uh, the Clearwaters event as well, see what that was like. Um, and yeah. then we talk about how you can host your own event, whether it be small or large um, or medium or anywhere in between or anything like a CETO as well. We're going to talk about CETOs? Yes. Yeah, we should talk about CETOs. I think we need to because I think there's a lot of people out there who actually don't really know much about the events and stuff. Exactly, exactly. And be, and they're a bit scared to do their own event. It's a bit daunting, yeah. isn't it, really? Yeah. All right, guys, let's get into this. The geocaching down under. First of all, obviously, we've got some news. So we'll get some news first, yeah? Sure, yeah. why not? We have some big events coming up, don't we? That we have first and foremost in June over in Western Australia. We have WA Goes Big. For those of you listening, it's GC83X06, GC83X06. Next on the agenda, we have the Oz Geomaster Mega Event in July in Wollongong, GC7N7ZC, GC7, GC7N7ZC, I can't even read my own writing here. Um, and then after that, we have the big St. Arnold's event down in Victoria in November, and that's GC7DN55, GC7DN55. And then there was announced recently uh, last month, yeah, last month now because we're in May, <laughs> was the GeoVenture 2020, and that's in Millicent, South Australia, in April, the Easter time again. Uh, GC82DAN, GC82DAN. Now, before we go any further, I was told this week, just gone, there's going to be another big event, but it's not yet to be published. So we're only going to mention it once here to, to this, this month, and then we have to wait for it to be published before we can actually advertise it any further. And that's all the way over in New Zealand, over the ditch. Oh, yay. Yes. And that's in October over in Auckland, uh, in, in Auckland uh, 2020. But as I said, that is yet to be published, so we can't actually give you any further details surrounding that. But if you're in October next year in New Zealand, I'm thinking about going. <laughs> so make sure you put your will attends in, register, and plan your geocaching trips right now. So Clearwaters, NT, thoughts? You like my thoughts on the Clearwaters yeah. event? Yeah. Well, You were there mm. a lot longer than what I was. I was, actually, yes. Okay, so I'm just going to reel off my favourite points list yes. because it's just going to be easy for me. Yes. Okay, so I actually found, okay, let's start with the beginning. I loved that there was free camping before the event. So that's an unpowered site. Yeah. Free camping. So I was able to turn up on the Monday, uh, four days before the event started, Yep, yep, yep. And have um, free access to camp there. And uh, I was there with a whole bunch of other people. There were campfires every night. There was even events, I think, nearly every night as well leading up to it. All right. Uh, so there's stuff going on. And I loved that that ability, that that opportunity to be able to camp there for free in the lead up to it. Yeah. Um, 
uh, one of my biggest highlights was actually the campfires every night. I loved being able to go and hang out at the campfire and get to meet other geocachers to yeah. get to know them better. Um, I found it was really quite a good place to just stop and hang out and get to know people. I did um, see because um, on the on their Facebook page they had the pilgrimage to uh, to the capital city or whatever it was called. I can't remember Queenby and whatever it was, mm-hmm. and it, they did post photos and I, I saw the campfire. It kind of grew each night. With people. It did, yes. It grew each night in size, yep. the fire, and it grew each night with people. Again, of course, because the campfire started before the event started, so each day there was more and more people arriving as well. Yeah. But I have to admit, though, I actually feel like um, there were a lot of people that went off and hung out in their own little groups, and yeah. it would have been nice to have gotten to know those people a bit better as well. But because um, they separated from that, yeah, I, I don't know. I just felt like it would have been nicer if that could have been a little bit more interaction around the fire. Yes, but, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's the thing. We go to any events, even the small events. It's going to happen no matter where you are, whether you're geocaching or whether you're into horse racing or, or anything else, and you get clicks. You get these people and they're all in their little group and they, they enjoy their little friends and their little circle, which is all good, but they do have a um, – what did they have? They had that bingo bingo game thing. What was that? that? That thing where you had to actually go out and find new people. That's right. Okay, so the bingo game actually caused you to have to go around and talk to people, um, meet other geocaches, uh, things like it was asking you to go and find someone from another state, somebody yeah. who had found certain types of geocaches, uh, somebody who was from overseas, that kind of thing. So it did actually get you out there meeting other people. Yep, yep. Uh, that's, yeah, to a small degree. But, yeah, I think, you know, like there was, there were some people I didn't get the chance to hang out with and meet properly because they were off in their little group somewhere else. Uh, it yeah. would have been nice to have gotten to know them a bit better. Yeah. That's all. That's all I was. But, but yeah, no, I had a couple of other highlights though. Yeah, what were the other ones? Okay, one of them was the, there was this series out at the Gugong Dam. I don't know if I pronounced that correctly, but I know <laughs> that I can pronounce this correctly. And that is that they had a Queen series around there. And as I went around the Queen series, Queen, Queen, I, Queen as sorry, just Queen, Queen is in the band. Oh, of course. Yes, Queen as in as in Her Majesty. <laughs> no, you see, I actually thought it might have been at first, but it wasn't. Oh, um, and they actually, it was really, really awesome being able to go around that with some friends and sing the songs as we went along. So that was great fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but my highlight, the highlight for me, was actually um, there was a tricky multi cache. It was a multi layered multi cache. And I was able to oh. solve that. It took a lot of effort to solve. I did need a couple of prompts and I did get a bit of a phone a friend with a couple. Yeah. But I was able to figure that out and then I decided I just wanted to go out on my own I just need, wanted to go out and find the final on my own and it was the you, most amazing location and the greatest little time out yeah, yeah. You, and you do that you're, you're, you're that type of person you sort of you, you go walk about something don't you you like to walk <laughs> yeah you like to, you like to wander in your own backyard as you like to call it oh yeah I enjoy cool. that it, it was cool. a really beautiful place to go to as well I did see the photos, I must admit. You, you did send through the photos. Oh, the photos right. were nothing compared to the actual oh. being there. Oh. But what about what about the actual cache itself? Because um, it's, it's listed as a multi, yeah? Correct. But there's a puzzle involved in it. What's Oh, there's actually a, a few layers of puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest, I was starting to do the puzzles and I got to like about level six and I was like, oh, gee, I hope this doesn't go for 33 layers. Let's just put yeah. it there. You need to go check it out to figure out what I'm saying when I say 33. But, yeah, <laughs> it was just, oh, my gosh. <laughs> question, what, do you Thankfully, it didn't go code? too far. <laughs> do you have the GC code at all? Oh, yeah. I don't have it on me right now. Well, bring, um, it up, bring it up before the end of the show and we'll mention okay. it. Okay. 
and hopefully yep. more people will look at it and more people will find it. If it's, it's really quality, worthwhile having a go at. And the um, the person who's adopted the cache will actually, um, yeah, give you little prompts as well. Wow. He's not going to leave That's you good. hanging because people want these caches to be found. They don't want them sitting there for two years and 11 months exactly. like it was before I found it. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> no, no, I did see some of that and wow, yeah, yeah, you did a lot better than me because I'm not really that much of a puzzler myself. I it, sort of... It takes some effort, but it's <laughs> worth it. It feels amazing when you solve this stuff. There's yeah. two types of geocaches. You see, there's um, puzzlers, and then there's people who know. Drive them to it. Exactly. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a driver. I'm a driver. <laughs> oh yeah. yes. You actually spoke to a number of people at the event, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. Actually, we we we. Oh, I did, but you did as well a little bit. Um, and we that's that's a podcast all on its own now. I did a um edit of that podcast, and that's available audio only on all uh, all podcast apps. So whether it be uh, TuneIn, Stitcher, uh, Podbean, iTunes or Spotify as well. So um, all those things can be found on that those app sites. So, yes, it looks like Linda has just ducked out. <laughs> She's having issues with her, with her geo dog at the moment. But anyway, um, all right, let's get back into it now. Um, so she's, she wanted to say that we've been talking about events quite a bit here and, and tonight we're going to expect a frisky puppet about the mega that's coming up soon in Australia. Now she, or here she is, she's back again. She's genuinely interested in finding out a bit more about the nitty gritty about events. Uh, is that right, uh, no, tomorrow? So you want to find out more about events. So you want you want. Oh yes. We want you want us to discuss about. Yeah, events I would love time. to. Okay, so there's uh, sometimes there's newbies out there, um, or okay, so for instance. I'd like to be able to talk to people who, like me, when the first time I went to an event, I it was the hardest thing to do. Um, I'll be honest, I skipped a couple of events before I actually finally went to one. And when I went to it, I was gone again in five minutes. Uh, mm. That was the first event that I went to um, because it is such a hard thing to do to actually attend an event. Yes, it is. Yeah. And then when I went to hold my first event, that was really hard as well. So yeah. I'd actually like to get to know a bit more about events. I yeah. Well, well, from a okay, so from a beginner's point of view, if you're this is the first time you're listening to a podcast or you've just started geocaching, don't, number one, do not be scared of events. No one there will bite you. Um, everyone is there to help you. Um, people want, and I know from from experience, we want more geocaches in 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 our communities. If there's more geocaches, there's there's more caches out there, more things to find, more places to go, um, more numbers to be had. <laughs> So, so don't be scared of events. No one is there going to be hurt you. No one's going to judge you. Um, you. Everyone knows what it's like to be brand new again. It's like getting your L's like on a car. So make sure you, you look at events. The other thing to, to do as well is have, uh, if you've got notifications on about new caches in the area, click on events as well. Get notifications of, a big, of events. Um, and also Facebook pages. Facebook pages are brilliant for that, like in terms of the groups, aren't they? They are, yeah. There's uh, quite a few Facebook groups out there, but not everybody has Facebook either. This is true. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I would I found um, for myself the first event because I didn't know what to expect whatsoever. Yeah. I didn't know what an event looked like. I didn't yeah. know the person who was holding it. All yeah. I knew was that I had just gotten back into geocaching. I was excited about it, and I yeah. was kind of hoping to meet some new people from the area yeah um i think um it is very scary to just step on up there on your own i think if somebody was to if you were to hold an event and someone mm -hmm. says yeah i'm thinking of coming yeah, yeah it would be nice to connect with those people if you've never seen them at an event before 
Yes. If you're yes. the one holding the event, just to personally connect, maybe arrange to meet with them exactly. somewhere before the event so they get to know who you are. Exactly. That that can be one way of helping. Um, yep. And that's that's if you're single. I mean, if you're a family, if you're a family of, you know, um, a husband and wife and a couple of kids or whatever, they, they're going to find it a little bit easier because they they got take solace in each other. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Easier. But if you're by yourself and a singular person, yeah. I remember my very first event that I, I turned up to. I turned up to this event. Um, I think I was about three months into actually my geocaching career as such. <laughs> and, um, and I turned up and and I, I met this this lovely couple, Aries forty four and and Mrs. Mrs. A we call her, and uh, and she, she she had cakes ready on the bench and all this sort of stuff. And she's like, "Hi, uh, are you here for the geocaching event?" And I said, "Yes, yes, I am." Nice and softly, quiet. I, I know, <laughs> yeah, really yeah. Hard to believe, but anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then I said, "Yes, yes." And they go, "Oh, what's your geocaching name?" Well, I turned around and said, "Oh, I see Michelle." The first thing she said was, "Oh, we thought you were a girl." <laughs> because Michelle, because yes, Michelle, yes, yes. The, the name, <laughs> yep. and because they've been caching in the area and finding geocaches, they, they'd seen this new person finding all their geocaches in the area, and so they're going, "Hang on, there's a new cacher in the area." And then when I turned up at the event, oh, welcome with open arms, and I haven't looked back since. So yes, there you go. Definitely yeah, go, definitely. Yeah, go. the first event that I went to, there was nothing to show me that there was an actual event there. So I turned up on time. Yep. And there was one person sitting at a table. I there was no way I could tell it was an actual geocaching event. I thought maybe that's where it's at. Maybe that's some other person having a picnic. Yeah. Uh, then eventually a few other people came by. So I kind of walked past the event about five yep. times before I had the guts to actually step up. <laughs> and they go, "Hi, are you a geocacher?" I'm like, "Yes, I am." <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good tip then. If you're going to host an event and it's one of your first events. Try and have something that's geocache related, whether it be a shirt, for instance, a geocaching shirt, um, or it could be just the logo. Print out the logo and, and sticky the sticky tap the logo on the the park bench or wherever you are. You know, something to represent you as a, a geocaching community. My uh, first event, I had an ammo can out on the table with a few travel bugs, and everyone noticed straight away that was a geocache. Exactly, <laughs> and that's a perfect way. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's one of the main tips. And another tip I would say as well is. A lot of people like, I mean, you don't have to sign a logbook for events these days, but a lot of people still like to. I mean, I personally still like to as well. And what people do is that they go out of their way to create some sort of good logbook. Have you seen that? I have. I've seen a few very good logbooks, yes. Yeah. 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 So, so Jonathan, Frisky Puppet, he's, he's here. We were sort of ignoring him about events, and he's the event extraordinaire. <laughs> um, mate, what, what did you find about um, hosting a big event last year at the, the Ausgear Muster for 2018? <laughs> I mean, what did you have as the logbook? You had the big banner, didn't you? Yeah, we used the uh, banner for the actual promotion and we used that and that was great fun. So it was good for everyone to sort of put their little John Hancock on and, yeah, it was good. And it's a good way to memorise it later too. Yes, yeah, exactly right. So And, and so if you haven't been to the, the Ausgear Master for 2018 or the Clearwaters, because Clearwaters, they had the, the banner as well. They had, yeah, they had the banner too, yeah. Um, yeah, you tend to find that even Clearwaters actually – there was a banner at Clearwaters that was from 2010 or 2012 or something. I think was it? Was it? The, did you see that one at all? It was actually inside the inside the the pavilion area. I saw a couple last year as well. I think yeah. uh, at the Austria Muster. Yeah, a couple of banners with names yeah. all over them. Okay. I actually have a logbook behind me on the wall um, up there. It's an actual map. Oh. Uh, that was my first event. I pulled out a map and I put it down. It was a bunch of coloured texts. So I said, "Here, sign the logbook." 
Oh, so that, that's, oh, so that was a logbook from the event, not a logbook actually inside your house that people sign when they go and. No, <laughs> that was for an event, and it's up there on my wall with a bunch of other maps. <laughs> oh, that's again. That's a cool. That's a cool idea for a for a logbook. I mean, um, I think I even had uh, for the cash creation event um, up here in in the Northern Rivers um, the, an ammo can that we signed, and then oh, yes. and then I gave the ammo can away as the FTF prize. Remember that? I do remember that. It was great. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. like I, that, so. so I've got a couple of other questions for you, though. Yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. So, so you know a bit about events. You've held some events yourself. Okay. <laughs> are there guidelines um, that you need yeah. to follow? Like, what are the basic rules? If you're going to hold an event, there's rules you got to stay within. What are those? There, there are rules with events. Now, the main rules with events is you, you can't host an event for the purpose of finding a cache. So you can't say, okay. you know, I'm hosting an event here. Um, and the event's going to go for an hour, and we're going to walk for that hour and find all these caches together. You can't do that. So event is just got to be for meeting like-minded people. That is it. Um, the other thing is what they call event stacking. And event stacking is um, having an event, like separate events, close to each other in distance and close to each other in time frame. So you can't say, okay, we're going to meet here for half an hour, go find these caches, meet here for half an hour, go find these caches, that sort of thing. Um, but if you do, if you, you are thinking about hosting your own event, the best thing to do is get on the geocaching forums and have a look under events. Um, and they've, they've got FAQs there as well. And, and, and at last but not least, if, you, if you're really still worried about hosting your own event, um, the, the reviewers here in Australia are brilliant. Um, they're on Facebook and any other sort of Social media you want to you want details of, um, or even post us, uh, give us a uh, question here, and we can we can sort of answer it from there for you. At the geocaching down under at Gmail. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe you know somebody uh, in a nearby town or something that holds events. You can ask them as well. That you can exactly. jump onto um, the GC messages there and message them. Exactly. Exactly. Ask for a bit but of help from local. If you're in your mind, if you have okay, I'm going to host this event because I want to meet people then you're going to be sweet and, that, and that's it. Um, the only other thing that's different is a CETO. I was about to and, ask, are there different kinds of events? Yeah. So you've got just like a basic event? So you've got the, a normal event uh, and yeah. then you've got obviously a mega event. Now, a mega event is, as, as Jonathan would say, um, actually, Jonathan, we'll check. what's a mega event, mate? We'll chuck it to you. What's a mega <laughs> event? A really, really big event that takes a lot of effort. I'll give you that one. Um, no, no, a, a mega event is if you have 500 will attends mm -hmm. for your event. So you get awarded that from Geocaching HQ. It's not something you can just pick and say, I'm going to be a mega. No. Uh, you do have to be awarded that from Geocaching HQ. And, um, yeah, it's a lot of work, but it, it's really worthwhile doing, though. Yes, 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 it was, it was. Um, and, and then after that, you've got a giga event. Uh, now, there's never been okay, a giga in Australia. But what is a giga? A giga is the same as a mega, basically, but it's 5,000 people instead of 500. 5,000. <laughs> it's, that's a lot of people <laughs> there is but uh so there's only ever been one giga so far in america and i was lucky enough to be over there last year for that at cincinnati uh, oh. Woodstock for 2018 um there isn't one listed for this year as yet they're still trying to get the numbers up for geo woodstock again this year for that's in america in america yep, yep okay america. are there any other other places in the world there are gigas correct there's, yes there's two gigas within two months in europe Two oh. gigas that within two months. Wow, two lots of five thousand people. That's amazing. <laughs> Europe, Europe is huge when it comes to numbers. It yeah, is huge. So yes. 
So, so there you go. That's that's your, your your standard event. You've got your mega event, and you've got your giga. So, forget it. But then you've got a CETO, is that right? And you've got these CETOs. That's right. Now, CETOs are basically they're called cash in, trash out. Cash in, trash out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring that up. <laughs> you had to. You had to. I like it. Um, so all they are is basically, if you think of it as a Clean Up Australia event. So you host an event for you know an hour or half, an hour is probably good. An hour to an hour and a half is good. Um, you you basically have people come along and and either can pick up rubbish or they can do replanting or you can work with your local council as well. Um, so if you're if you're speaking to your local council, they can provide you areas in which to look at um, and and focus upon that need cleanup. You know what that even clu- includes graffiti removal um, and stuff as well. Anything to to clean up, as you no know, tomorrow would say, let's keep our backyard, you know, clean and tidy. Yay! <laughs> yeah, so, so can you you can now hold event just to clean graffiti? Uh, no, you'd still actually you'd involve it with the actual area. Okay, I mean, so you have to actually be doing rubbish removal. You still have to do some sort of rubbish, and removal. you can do the graffiti cleaning at the same time. Exactly, exactly. Uh-huh. So, Sign um, me up for the graffiti cleaning. I know. Me too. <laughs> oh, nothing more. So- Satisfying is that I mean you watch videos online all the time of people you know spray spraying spraying the graffiti off or whatever and it just looks so satisfying. Anyway, now I actually want to do that to some of those um, smog covered rocks in Sydney. Get yeah. out like the um, yeah the power sprayer and just clean some of those rocks. It's kind of like smog graffiti. Exactly. In my eyes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, let me just. Someone just said I'm quite. I'm very quiet on my audio, so I'm just turning myself up slightly. There we go. Um, okay, so. Yeah, so that's the CETOs. Um, that's the, the that's what we have. Have you got any other questions yep. about events? If you uh, souvenirs. Like I received a couple of souvenirs recently from events. Uh, one of them was there was the an event during the Cash Carnival, yeah. and I got a souvenir for that one. And at the recent Clearwater's mega event, I got a souvenir for attending that one. Is that normal to get a souvenir when you attend events? Uh, not all events. So you get a souvenir if, if, if it's a mega or if it's a giga. Okay. You only get souvenirs for other events if specified by HQ. So we had the okay. recent um, cash creation um, events and yep. you got a special souvenir for attending a cash creation event as well. Um, so that sort of thing, but you don't get, if, if you just went up to an everyday ordinary event, you wouldn't get a digital souvenir for it. No. Okay. That's yep. 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 Very good. All right. Those of you in the chat room, how's my audio now? I've turned it right up. So hopefully it gets better anyway. Right. So (laughs) yeah, we're talking, talking mega and stuff here. I know. And I was mega soft apparently. You're what? Mega what? My, my audio was mega soft. My audio <laughs> was mega soft. Well, I'm mega interested in having a chat with Jonathan and we finding are. out about the mega event that's coming up in July. We are. We are. <laughs> All right. I'll shut up then in that case then. And let's get on to this uh, this chat with, with Jonathan, Frisky Puppet himself where we're going to talk all things Oz GM for 2019. Stand by. <laughs> Okay, and we are back, and we're speaking to none other than Frisky Puppet himself, also known as Jonathan. Well, some people know him as Jonathan, most known as Frisky Puppet. Um, g'day, mate. How are you going? Oh, look, fantastic. And yourselves? Good, good, mate. Thank you for joining us. Now, we are we did have you on a couple of months before this mega event. Firstly, when is it? Where is it? Tell us about it. Okay, so it's on in Wollongong, 
and it's the 6th, 7th, and 8th of July. So that is actually a Saturday, a Sunday, and a Monday this time around. Okay. So, and that's 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 school holidays, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's actually school holidays in every state of Australia. Ooh. Oh, do we know about New Zealand, though? Oh, I'm going to put you on the spot there, aren't I? I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor Jonathan is there going, why are you asking me about New Zealand for? We go to, we, this is down under, so New Zealand is like, you know, the most eastern state. They're the cousins. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's right. They're the good-looking cousins. Buddies. <laughs> All right, so down in Wollongong in July, now that's winter. It um, is. Yeah, yeah. So we were talking before about campfires and stuff. What's, 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 mate, please say there's campfires loud. Please, please, please. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, the, the campfire has really become a major event yeah, to unwind and just, you know, socialize with everyone else and talk about how your day of caging is gone. So I think we would be in a lot of trouble if we didn't have one. And the good part is we've actually got three major campfires around the site that we can utilise and all the wood is actually being supplied by the venue, which is great. Oh, great. Nice. Now this is, we're talking about the um, the venue itself is the Cataract Scout Park. That is, yeah. Yeah, down in Wollongong. I've, I've, I remember years and years, well, a couple of years ago <laughs> when I was a scout. <laughs> <laughs> I actually camped there. Um, they, they, they've got big areas. So what you're saying is we've got three big areas and, and what <coughs> is, is there numbered sites for people or what's, what's happening? Yeah, okay. So there's three main camp areas that we're going to be utilising at the event. Each of those camp areas have got uh, toilets, showers, camp kitchens, dining rooms, uh, campfire sites. Um, they're all powered sites, which is amazing. Uh, the good thing is you, you will be able just to rock up, pick a spot with your mates, camp together, connect yourself to the power, and off you go. So there's no actual dedicated sites as such. Uh, you'll just be able to go around and find the, the spot that suits your needs at the time. That sounds that sounds pretty cool. What do you, uh, do you have many showers? Do you want to know? This is the most amazing thing. It's ridiculous. We have over uh, 100 showers what a hundred hundred showers how many showers are in <laughs> each campsite has actually got less than 124 what well, each campsite's got 24 showers wow yes. and you got three of those plus of course there's other accommodation options like the cabins and the leader rooms yeah. and they've all got their own private en suites off those as well so combined we're about 102 showers all up so wow. i think we'll be fine yeah, yeah, that's fantastic! <laughs> wow, so, and 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 so there's so there's basically three massive sites, and each of those sites has its own sort of amenities. Um, yeah. What about camp kitchens and stuff as well? Yeah, uh, fully stocked camp kitchen. So you've got uh, hot plates, uh, cooktops. Uh, there is fridges. One of which the main. Uh, area has actually got a walk-in cool room which i think is pretty amazing so if you are camping you don't need to worry necessarily about packing the fridge there is going to be plenty of room for you to dump your, your cold stuff in there and keep it cool and fresh yeah yeah either that or just even put it outside your tent overnight and it keeps it cold absolutely cold <laughs> it will be winter yes it will be winter so so you're saying before three nights um obviously do we actually do we, ha we haven't spoken price yet how much is it for camping um, I knew you were going to ask. You haven't, got that, you haven't got that in front of you, do? Well, I do not. That it's it's for right. three nights, so it's actually Saturday night, Sunday night, and Monday night. So you stay from the Saturday to the Tuesday. Is that right? 
That's correct, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, that's a, that's a few questions that people have uh, messaged in asking about the, mm. the actual dates. Because people think it's, always think it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday for some reason. Yep. No, no, people. This one here is Saturday, Sunday, Monday because it's school holidays. Yeah. Can people turn up early on the Friday? Absolutely. Yeah, you can turn up early and you can also leave late, but you just need to arrange that with the Cataract Scout Camp directly and just tell them that you're with us and they'll actually put you into one of our three uh, campsites or allow you to have access to those. Oh, fantastic. Very good. Mm -hmm. Now, and, and, and as always, we like to say this as well, let's be honest. I mean, yeah, you can get there early and you can peg out your own sort of area for your friends, but but people do not hog do not hog the so their power if I remember rightly their power yeah. their power what do you call it pole big power poles yeah big power poles so if you're going to be going there and you know you've got so sort of, you know five or six friends especially if you're all caravanners for instance why not just take up one power you know, powerpoint with a long lead and go and go in a separate area from the power pole so then other people who come singularly don't have to have these big extension leads what do you reckon? exactly yeah you know and I'm talking about the the, the, the caravan is more so than anything else because they're the ones that can pack everything. Oh, know? yeah. I'm one of those. Don't worry. <laughs> I, know, I know you are. I know you are. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So if we get to start then on, on the night. So what's on, say, you know, you, can, you rock up there on the Saturday. Um, yep. Registration. What's, what's, what's going on there? Okay, so Rego is going to be opening up at about nine o'clock in the morning. Yep. Uh, we've got all new registration system in line. So if you did attend last year and you, you did get a little bit of a delay last time, we've actually streamlined that. So we're getting new systems put in place to really make that so much quicker. So you get in and get out really quick and get what you need and and head off caching. And yeah, get out, get out about mm. do what you do best, which is geocaching. That's right. That's right. Um, so that'll be open all, all day Saturday. Is the registration yep. going to be open all weekend, the Saturday, Sunday? Yes. And yeah, Monday? it's going to be open Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Okay, cool. So you can turn up for just the day if you know if you live locally. Absolutely. Or you can only turn up for one or two days. You can do that too. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep. There you go. Um, so if we start then, in that case, night number one. Now, by, by going by last year's OzGM, you had these special things each night. Yes. Tell us about the special things you've got organised for this for each night here. Okay, this first night, the Saturday, uh, we're actually doing trivia because, I mean, let's oh, face yeah. it, who doesn't enjoy a light-hearted game of trivia with your mates where you can try and see who's better than the other teams? Is it here? Uh, and so, yourself and you aren't. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Got to love a little friendly competition. <laughs> but the good thing is, is we have some amazing prizes to give away at that as well. So there's really cool sponsorship prizes going from that. Um, tables are for six people. Yep. And you can actually register for that now on our website as well. So, Oh, a quick mention of the website. Is it ozgeomaster.com.au? That's the one, yeah. Yes. Oh, so all one word, ozgeomaster, all, you know, what do you call it, little, little letters, ozgeomaster.com.au. That's nice and easy. It is. <laughs> well done on grabbing that. Everyone name. knows that name. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, trivia I actually stuff. have a question about the trivia yeah. night. That you're saying that they're like tables of six. So say you're a one person and you don't mm. have a group of friends that you're going with, can you turn up and be able yes. to get a seat, do you think? You need to book in before the event, uh, before so that activity. At least have um, name down on the list saying you've yeah. got a seat there. Yes. But the good thing is... We are actually able to, when you do the registration, there's a click on that that actually lets you say, I'm only one person or I'm only a small group, add me to another pa another table and ah, you can go from there. That's nice. That's yep. I like that. Um, just quickly, going back into the chat room, we have um, Great Caches. Great Caches, um, I've stayed with them over in America. They're a 
um, cashers from um, West Virginia. West, yeah, West Virginia. Um, great couple, and they're coming over just for the mega. Wow, that's pretty cool. So that is pretty awesome. Asked as well, save them a spot. Um, and also Kitty Catch, she's asked. Her question is yeah. um, regarding the uh, the focus. Will the focus on the trivia night be geocaching related? In other words, I think she wants to study. <laughs> yes, the focus will definitely be geocaching related. And and who's going to host this uh, this trivia night? Can we can we say? We've got someone amazing. Yeah. You won't believe who's coming over from the USA to help us with this one. No better than Cully Long. Cully Long. So Cully Long. Cully Long. How to puzzle cash guy. How to puzzle cash. Yeah. I'll get my words right. <laughs> Did you say cash? To- cash. <laughs> that's, that's the cash. 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 I have that annoying reverb going in my ear again. But, yeah, no, he's the, the author of that awesome book, which I think just about most of us have got a copy of. Yeah, yeah, I do. I've got a copy myself. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty cool. So make sure they, they bring along their books in that case then, yeah? Absolutely. Oh, sweet, sweet, sweet. So there you go, guys. So make sure you turn up. Um, registration is still uh, available online mm-hmm. at ozgmaster.com.au for the trivia night, night number one. So after night number one, uh, the trivia night's finished. People get the prizes. The yes. smart ones do. I don't. Um, <laughs> and then people disperse back to their little campfires and stuff. Yeah. Or, yeah. Campfire every night. Every night. Look at that, guys. Every yeah. night you can campfire in, in, around your own little area, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So then uh, we they wake up then on Sunday morning. What happens Sunday morning? Okay. So Sunday we have quite a few seminars during the morning and afternoon sessions. We've tried to keep it all in the, the early part or the latter part of the day. So you've got plenty of time to go out and cage because let's face it, that's what we're all there for. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, so that'll be earlier on in the day. And then later that night, we actually have the night markets and food vans on site. Oh, so yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, the markets were a huge success last year, so we thought we'll bring them back and uh, enjoy the night again. Yeah, I remember those night markets last year. That was that was pretty cool. They even had uh, last year. What you had? What do you call it? That 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 archer guy, like not archer as in the person named archer. Yeah, but the the guy who with a bow and arrow sort of bloke. Yeah, yeah, the um, air archery. I think it was called. That's right. You even had that. So and obviously these these companies that are coming up for this, they're all local to Wollongong, are they? Yes, everything's hopefully going to be local to the region. Yep. So you'll get a chance to trial a lot of the local food and beverages and everything that's Wollongong. So oh, wow. a little sample oh, of what's wow. around. Wow. Sounds great. Well, I'm, I'm from Wollongong myself, so I know that Wollongong is very, very diverse in multicultural society. Mm. It is it's because of the steelworks down there. It's very, very similar to Newcastle in terms of, you know, you've got all the different types of foods available. Let's just cross fingers mm. that we have all these different types of vans that are going to come on board because I'm telling you now, there's from Turkish pie. Oh, Turkish pie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm just salivating here just thinking about it. So, so that's, that's the night markets on the, the Sunday night, that one. Yes. Um, so then on Monday, the same thing, you, your registration is open and people can go out cash and more yep. seminars. And then what happens on the Monday night? Well, we'll be ending the whole event with what I think is the, the one of the best events that we have on the, on site, which is the Geocache's Got Talent. Yes. Now, oh, yeah. that event was huge last year and it was what so much fun to see what everyone was able to do, what their skills were outside of caching. And we're hoping that this year is going to be even bigger and better. So 
and, yeah, and, and there's a real variance of, of different kinds of uh, talents mm. and different ages. And, Absolutely. Yeah, different. And we want to see everything. We yeah, we really do. Yeah. And I hear oh. that there's a special guest host for that one as well. <laughs> they, uh, that's not, they're, they're not special. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I'll be there hosting the. Uh, oh, is that all? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I'm crossing, I'm crossing my fingers that no tomorrow will be there as well to to co-host. Um, that would be pretty cool. It would, would be. Be different by the Geocaching down on the podcast. That'd be cool. Yes, that would be cool. Um, all right, so so the Geocache got talent and um, reg registrations for that are open, are they? Registrations are very much open online as well. So you just need to tell us what type of equipment you need. So we've got all the tech side there for you, and so that Craig knows exactly what you you're going to be doing, so we can censor you or not. <laughs> um, we do ask, obviously, that it is a family friendly. Yes, yes, yeah. it has to be family friendly. There are yeah. there are lots of family. Geocaching is family friendly in general. So yeah, absolutely, definitely. But we have got some amazing prizes to give away for that one too. Mm -hmm. One of our sponsors, Garmin, is actually donated some awesome, awesome prizes for that. So yeah. that's really exciting stuff. Garmin, I think I need to enter the competition myself. Then I know <laughs> anyone that needs to update. Yes. yes. That's all I'm saying. What would what would you do? What would you do, Linda? Um poetry, poetry, poetry. No. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I tried that and I'm not really yes. really yeah. So no tomorrow. Our our own no tomorrow here um entered a poetry competition thing in uh, Clearwaters. It that was that was really good. It was nice and deep sort of um poem as opposed to all the lightheartedness that was going on. So I like <laughs> I liked it. Um, all right, we have some quick questions coming in from the chat room that I'm going to ask you straight away, Jonathan. Here we go. Uh, number one is um, Kali Long. Everyone's talking about Kali Long, which is pretty cool. Um, um, number one is, is he going to be there to autograph books? Yes. Yes, he will be. Um, he's actually going to have a stall on site, and so he'll be around for quite a long portion of that to be able to sign your books and meet with you and chat with you and all that sort of stuff, which I think is really cool. Uh, he's really excited to come over and, and meet all the Aussies and to see some of the cases that you guys have got planned. So cool. I think it'd be all more awesome to see. That'd be awesome. Um, we have Julie Arnold. Is Her next question, again, is Carly Long related. Mm. She heard that he was going to have a new book Yes. Is that what? What? Apparently book? so. Uh, apparently he's bringing out a new book. Um, but apparently I believe that he's also bringing an updated version so that if you do have the previous edition, you can just update it as well. So that oh, could be wow. really cool. And I believe that's uh, exclusive to Cully Long. Oh, wow. And so that's exclusive then to the Oz. That's a, that's a worldwide exclusive right there. That's pretty cool. Oh how <laughs> I'm just thinking about that. That's that's awesome. That's really cool. Um, as another question came through about the uh, lab caches, mm. um, asking about the lab caches and uh, the lab is it the, the lab cache state versus state? Absolutely, battle of the labs. A battle of the labs. I like it. I like it. What battle of the labs. So every state in New South Wales and, of course, our friends over the other side of the ditch in New Zealand yep. uh, are bringing caches to the event. Yep. Um, I've seen some of them, and some of them, my goodness, it's going to be a huge competition as to which state takes out the, the first trophy. Um, the trophies are also uh, amazing. I know, Craig, you've seen them. Um, I've seen photos. I've, I've, I've seen um, them. I've held it. I've touched it. Oh, it is, it is I'm jealous. It is, I haven't even had a chance yet. 
Um, and they're, they're supplied by um, our good friends, geostuff.com.au. Yes. Yeah, John and Di from geostuff.com.au. What a great job they do. Oh, no, they have been so helpful leading up to this. It's amazing. Oh, unbelievable. And actually, and you wait till you, wait till you touch it, Jonathan. I'm telling you, it's <laughs> insanely good. Um, yeah, so anyway, so they're, they're, that's those trophies um, for the lab cache. Now, yeah. people, again, brand new to geocaching, and they go, lab cache? What the hell's a lab cache? Just a quick rundown in your, your mind of what a lab cache is. Well, a lab cache is just a different type. It's an experimental cache. So it doesn't necessarily have to follow the same guidelines as a normal cache. Uh, a lab cache is also only temporary. And usually you have to have a um, code word. And I think the new app, you have to actually also have to be in the region for it as well. So that's right. good. That's a nice addition to it, I think. That's the new app. that they're, they're, yeah. we, did, we did that new app in Clearwaters. It worked really, really well. Yeah, I haven't tried it yet. Yeah, no, I, it worked really, really well. Um, again, just quickly, I know I, I go back and forth to the live chat all the time, but in the live chat, they're all about New South Wales. They're going, go New South Wales, blues, 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 New South Wales. <laughs> for the trophy for the lab catches, is that That's right? That's right. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So, Jonathan, who do you think so far, what's your what's your, your pick of the state so far? Do you have a favourite yet? Who oh, you look, I, I'm going to have to be biased. And yeah. say New South Wales. <laughs> there you go. I'm going to go for Northern Territory because NT like no tomorrow. Oh, of course, NT. <laughs> I, I true. Is there even anyone from Northern Territory entering? Y- yes, there yes. is. Isn't there? Yes. Yeah, there yes. is. We actually managed to find representatives from every state. That's fantastic. So cool. That is awesome to actually have everyone from every state. That's that's pretty cool. Um, all right, another question has come through in regards to someone who will. Someone heard through the Clearwaters because I spoke about it. The Puggle, the Puggle Club. What's a the Puggle Club? Puggle firstly, Club. firstly, what is a Puggle? Well, a Puggle is actually a baby echidna. A baby echidna. Yes. Ah, and echidna is your new, um, your new emblem, your new uh, mascot. It is, uh, yeah. Mascot. So you get your new uh, mascot this year, and that's actually an echidna. So it was only right that the Puggle Clubs be Puggles. So with this Puggle Club, it. Is it going to be similar to those you, you see on cruise ships, for instance, or, you know? What, well, I haven't been lucky enough to get onto a cruise ship, but I'm presuming that it means that you can dump your kids and go away and have a good time around the bar. So kind right. of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's right. So you're going to have basically dedicated uh, session times, one of the yes. better word, um, that you can drop your kids off, go into a few caches, um, just you and your, your partner, or, or you and your friends, and then come back and pick the kids up, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And all the people that are looking after the, the kids are all accredited and got child working certificates and everything that's required legally for it. So, And there's going to be activities that the kids are doing on site and there's going to be games and activities and all sorts of things for those guys. Wow. Is it going to be daytime or nighttime or both? That will all be day. Daytime, uh, yeah. Yeah, day, daytime. Daytime, nighttime, daytime. Yeah, the idea was so that it would allow the parents to get out and do a little bit of caching. Maybe there's some of the more difficult terrain fives. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Either that or, as you said, Jonathan, go and hit the bar instead. Well, there's that option too. Mind <laughs> you, saying that, I mean, I, I remember back in the day when my kids were young um, and they used to have fun coming out caching with me, but still the kids – Kids are going to be kids. They can only do certain things that's going to be so much fun. In other words, okay, just five today, Dad. You know what I mean? Or mm. just, just all larges today, Dad, because we want to play with some toys. This way it will allow parents and whatnot to cash without their kids 
without any you know baggage so to speak so that's pretty good that's a pretty yeah, it is good it's helpful <laughs> at the same time the kids are going to like it more as well because i mean mm. you've got events planned for the kids um they're going to love it they're going to love that well i've i've seen some of the activities that are planned so far and i think i'm jealous that the kids are going to have more fun than we will so yeah it's going to be a lot of fun for them i think exactly exactly no that's pretty cool that's pretty cool um and also just going on seminars Mm. Uh, and what what sort of seminars are we talking about? Um, well, we've got a few confirmed at the moment. We've got six seminars over the weekend. Yeah. Um, we've got a good mixture. Of course, there's going to be a couple of really special seminars, which I will let you know about, and they're the Cully Long seminars. So they're something that you really want to make sure that you got in your schedule. So yeah, that's a really good one. Um, one thing that we have done this year is we actually created a new page on our website. Right. So that'll be updated with all the seminar times and dates and a little bit of a description about what you're going to learn at that seminar. Um, and also we've created a new way of marking whether it's a, a beginner's course, an intermediate course, or a master's class. Wow. So you'll be able to visualize that really quickly and just see if it's something that you should be going to or something that you might sort of think, oh, that's a bit above my head, so I might leave it for now. So. So in other words, you can say things like, you know, oh, if you've got less than sort of, you know, a hundred fines, whatever, you, you're the beginners classes for you. If, yeah. you've, if you've got up to a thousand, then you're the intermediate over a thousand, you're the advanced. That's not a bad yeah. idea. That's a pretty cool idea. I like that idea too. Yeah. Mm. Well, it was something that we picked up from the last event that people were sort of a little bit concerned that they might have gone to something that might be a bit above them. Or uh, again, it might be something that they already knew long ago. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, time, time is getting away from us, mate. But um, mm. a few things. CETO is a CETO going to be planned? Because we oh, all absolutely. CETO um, event is a must for any mega. Because I mean, personally, I think it just demonstrates how much we as geocaches care about the environment that we play our game in. So we, um, we are waiting on word from Destination Wollongong, who are one of our sponsors, and they're actually helping us pick the best spot that really needs our geocaching attention. So. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's fantastic. It, it was great last year as well. We we did yeah. it on the beach, and um and I remember standing there last year, and people were coming up to us. Random muggles were coming up to us mm. saying, you know, "Oh, you guys are doing a great job," because they they thought we were part of the actual mm. council or a, or a land land community sort of thing. But yeah, no, mm. we're just geocaches. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. That's a great thing. I think that's a really worthwhile cause for. We're the, never for just us. geocaches. No. <laughs> no. We are geocaches. Exactly. Exactly. That's right. All right, Jonathan, one last thing. Any yeah. exclusives for, for our listeners tonight? Anything that haven't you always put me on the spot. I know, right? I know. I'm sorry. How about two? Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. What about we've got a lackey coming? <gasps> oh, from oh. HQ. Yes, yes. So that's pretty cool. That um, is- Gear Guru is actually heading over, and, and a little birdie tells me that he's a bit of a, a high-terrain guy as well. So that could be a lot of fun. To, to catch up with him and go out caching. So. High, high terrain Just, lover, ca- uh, lackey. That's pretty cool. I for, know. For, for those of those awesome. those people out who don't know what a lackey is, what is a lackey? A lackey is someone that gets the awesome job of actually working for Geocaching HQ. I mean, that's oh. probably the most envious job in the world. It is. <laughs> it is. I know. I, when I went over there, I, I sort of I spoke to um, Brian Roth personally and said, "Mate, if you've 
got someone, you know, you need an Aussie over here, let me know. Uh, yeah, there's a long line, mate. Get my, back. My job there, I tell you. And I'll tell you the other thing that we've, we've got coming up, um, which hasn't been announced yet, is the GeoArt. Now, I think that is a really worthwhile thing. And I think the good thing with our GeoArt too, it's a nice little mixture of cache types. So you're not going to be stuck just sitting at home doing a million puzzles. Yeah. You're going to be able to go out and do a little mixture of just about everything. I love the sound of that. Because I always put myself in a in a puzzle group and just and, and just I'm the quiet non achiever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm really excited to see what comes out of that one. That's cool. That's cool. So what what sort of cache types then are, are, are in the actual GeoArt? And can you tell us what the GeoArt's about or that's a secret until it pops up? Oh, look, I think the GeoArt is going to be self-explanatory. I mean, it's on our GeoCoin. It's on our logo for Wollongong. So, of course, it's the lighthouse. So oh. you're going to have a, a beautiful big lighthouse built somewhere in Wollongong yeah. um, and I think you've got a mixture of traditionals there's some uh, where I goes there's some um, mysteries of course there's um, multi I think there's a multi yeah there's a multi I think one multi isn't it and, there, and there's a challenge cash yeah there's a couple of challenges as well challenges as well which is pretty cool mm. challenge caches I like because they're normally just an offset um, yeah and, and I like them because I, I sort of now, after my long trip across America, I, uh, <laughs> I, I I qualify for most of them, which is pretty good. Yes. Well, the good thing is with this one too is the challenge caches that we've got planned. You should be able to gain just by finishing the uh, the lighthouse. Oh, wow. I love that. That's all. Awesome. So, I love that. If you're brand new geocacher and you're coming along to this event, you can do the complete geoart, including the challenges, just by doing the geoart. That's a great idea. Yeah, that's very. So that's really cool. And those challenges, not these ones in particular, but many challenges have like specific um, things you need to have achieved as a geocache. Mm. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. 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 Yep. No, that's pretty cool. So, that's like, um, you have to have found a certain number of some kind of type of geocache, yep. that kind of thing. Uh huh. Yep. Ah, yes. very, very good. Um, one more thing from the mm. chat room. It's actually quite a good valid question, and this one comes from Purple Cash Eater, who asks, how are you organizing the volunteers? Are you doing like on the website uh, like Clearwaters did so people can yes. actually log in and, and pick times and places for themselves? Yeah, so very shortly, in fact, I think within the next 48 hours or so, uh, there will be a page on our website that um, you can go to and it's exactly the same as the way we did the volunteers last year. So you'll be able to get online, pick what times you're available and um, let us know. And we love volunteers. Yeah. There's always room for more volunteers. So I'm, I'm telling now that the volunteers do not get enough credit when it comes to these. Lives. Absolutely not. Um, Clear waters. Um, most of the, most of the people I spoke to, apart from <laughs> apart from Greg himself, was were volunteers. You know, they were yeah. all part of the actual um, the, the the planning, so to speak. Yeah. Is, yeah. So volunteers. So there you go, guys. Hit up the ozgmaster.com.au for all your information from there. Mm. All right. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have to end it there because time's got away from us as always. Um. So no tomorrow. Um. Next 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 month. What are we doing? Next month. Okay. So next month we actually have uh the geocacher named Cached. It's not cached. It's cached. cached. It's cached. It's cached. <laughs> I've actually heard a podcast where she calls herself cached. It was going to be cached up, but she realised that Australians call it cached, so she changed it to just cached. 
So, it's, so there you go. It's cached. So anyway, that's what she has pronounced. That's her name. Uh, Sam will be joining us. She's actually a psychologist, and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the geocaching with psychology, mental health, that kind of stuff. Oh. Um, yeah, it could be quite interesting. Very, uh, very interesting indeed. So in other words, because we're leading up to winter, and people sort of like to hibernate, don't they? Yeah, yeah, and uh, it is a known fact, I believe, I have been told. <laughs> I'm not a psychologist, so I don't know, but I have been told that a lot of people do go quite low in their own selves as well um, yeah. in the colder winter months. That's right. So we're going to talk about how geocaching is going to improve your mental health. So if you're starting to feel down inside or whatever else, um, go out and, and find find some stuff. You know. Well, it's one part of what we'll be talking about anyway. Yeah, exactly. That's one part of it, one aspect. So, guys, if you've got any questions in regards to in regards to mental health uh, and geocaching, please send us a line, uh, geocachingdownunder at gmail.com. So, uh, so there we have it. So that'll be in the first week of next month. We haven't done an exact date as yet. I don't no, know. we haven't got an exact date, but the first week of June. In the first week of June sometime. Look out on YouTube, guys. Thank you all for joining up in the uh, in the live chat room. And stay tuned because after we finish this podcast, we have a personal chat just with those in the chat room, uh, not on the audio. So, yes. So thanks, everyone, who jumped in on the live YouTube broadcast tonight. And remember, we do record this live in the first week of every single month. So make sure you follow all our social media pages so you don't miss out on any of the GeoChat. If you have any questions or comments, please drop us a line at geocachingdownunder at gmail.com. And this podcast can be downloaded on any of your favorite podcast apps, including Podbean, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn, iTunes, Spotify. Have I missed any? No. <laughs> uh, no, I think that's not at all. If you're listening to it right now on a different one, it's that one as well. Exactly right. And if it's not on your one that you listen to, send us a message and we'll put it on there as well. So, yes. Um, anyway, so that brings us to the end of episode number nine of the Geocaching Down On podcast. So, flick over to No Tomorrow. The world is my backyard. It is yours too. So, why don't you guys get outside and play? Exactly right. So, from the Geocaching Down Under team, along with Risky Papa, thank you for joining us. We're over and out. <laughs> Thank you.